In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. We have every right to be excited about this series of meditations on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. After all, this gives us the chance to plumb the depths of this action of the third person of the Trinity in our souls. And none of us needs to be convinced of the power of the magnificence of that action. These meditations are intended to help us to acquire a deeper, clearer knowledge of the Holy Spirit. We can follow the advice of a very holy person who said, seek the divine guest in the center of your soul. Converse with him and listen to him. That is our prayer as we begin this series, as we begin, the, the, as we begin this time of prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, come. And from your celestial home, shed a ray of light divine upon each one of us. In this first meditation, which is an introduction to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, a great place for us to start is the Catholic Catechism. In point number 1830, we read, The moral life of Christians is sustained by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These are permanent dispositions that make us docile in following the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Permanent dispositions, they become a part of us and they make us docile in following the Holy Spirit's lead. The very next point, the Catechism says, the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit are wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. These gifts complete and perfect the virtues of those who receive them. They make the, the faithful docile in readily obeying divine inspirations. Right now we ask the Holy Spirit to help us to get better at following his lead. We want to make our own that advice given to the Romans by St. Paul. For all who are led by the Spirit of God, what a wonderful phrase, those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. And if children, then heirs, 
heirs of God and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. The gifts of the Holy Spirit perfect the effect of God's presence in our soul. When we receive sanctifying grace at baptism, God comes, the three persons of the Trinity, dwell within our soul. They take up their abode within us. They make themselves, the three persons, present in us in a new way. God begins to act in us and with us. And as we've undoubtedly heard different baptism, baptism ceremonies, that creature who is baptized really and truly becomes a new creature with a manner of existence infinitely superior to a merely natural existence. When we talk about God taking up his abode within us, coming to, to, to dwell within us, we're talking about the three persons of the Trinity. And yet, traditionally, that very special indwelling is attributed to the Holy Spirit. That's why we talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The church gives this name of the gifts to these supernatural qualities that the Spirit grants to souls so that they may carry out more, more perfectly, seemingly without effort, those acts of virtue that properly constitute the supernatural life. To the extent that we receive, become aware of, and correspond to these gifts that we will examine one by one, we get better and better. We carry out more perfectly, seemingly without effort, the acts of virtue that constitute the supernatural life. We read about this infusion of the gifts in the Old Testament. Isaiah the prophet, where Isaiah says in chapter 11, verse 2, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. It becomes very clear in the words of Isaiah, that these gifts are coming to us from the outside by virtue of a divine inspiration. They really and truly are, properly speaking, a gift. Sanctifying grace, and along with that, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, come to us in baptism. And they are infused again and again in the sacrament of penance, in all the sacraments. The church teaches that through these gifts, the soul is endowed with an increase in strength, becomes disposed 
to obey more easily and more readily the impulses of the Spirit. These gifts are so effective that they lead us to the highest summits of holiness to the extent that we correspond, that we follow with docility the nudging of the Holy Spirit. Why do we need them? Because the goal of our life is sky high. And because we have lots of things tugging away, trying to keep us earthbound. Attachments of all sorts, the burdens of past sins, the weakness of will. All these obstacles slow us down in our journey toward God, in spite of our desire to please God. Obviously, these things are tugging us, pulling us down, but God is much stronger. Docility is key. In fact, if, if we can put our finger on one word and connect that one word with the Holy Spirit, is it is docility. Saying to the Holy Spirit, you lead, I'm following. To the extent that we are docile, we acquire a kind of divine instinct. We get better and better at, at following the lead of the paraclete of the Holy Spirit promptly and with greater and greater ease in all the aspects of our life. Go back with your memory to that haunting scene in St. John's Gospel when Nicodemus, one of the leaders of Israel, visited Jesus at night, and they had that remarkable conversation. At one point, the master says to Nicodemus, the wind blows where it wills. You hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it's coming from, where it's going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. The Lord is suggesting that when we follow the Spirit's lead, really all things are possible. But how do we go, how do we get better at following his lead? St. Maria, from a very early age, developed a tremendous devotion to the Holy Spirit. He taught us to dispose ourselves for the, for the paraclete's action by the generous prayer of our mind and senses. And he wrote, enlighten our minds, purify our hearts, strengthen our wills. We have to pray. This is how we begin to correspond to the direction that the Holy Spirit wants to take us. Our prayer turning to him making the effort to get to know him and atonement. Undoubtedly, you have discovered the very important homily by St. Josemaria that is contained in the book, Christ is Passing By. The homily is called The Great Unknown. The whole point of the homily is that the Holy Spirit is less known than God the Father and God the Son but it is an it is invitation to correct that.
We want to get to know him. And we want to make atonement. This is also a very crucial element in corresponding to the Holy Spirit's lead. We ask him to burn away, remove from our soul, the dead weight, the residue from all its impurities that keep our soul tied to the ground. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are indispensable if we want to, to know perfectly what is good, if we, if we want to put that into practice. And so we have to be so eager to explore these gifts, these gifts that are light, strength, and protection for us. Saint John, Pope, Saint John Paul II wrote that our time is particularly hungry for the Holy Spirit. We have a special need for his protection and care. The seven gifts are like a flight of steps that can allow us step by step to reach the sanctity to which God is calling us. A brief word about the order that we will follow. When we, the prophet Isaiah recalls those seven gifts, he begins with wisdom. He ends with the fear of God. As they're coming down from the highest point toward us in order to teach us to go upward. He begins from the point that we have to reach and he ends that list at the point where we must begin. And so we will follow that order. We will begin in the next meditation at the bottom rung with fear of the Lord. We finish with this wonderful prayer we learned from St. Josemaria. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. God bless you.